Hi, so welcome to my second podcast And like the last one, this is not a light topic I will be talking about the worst days ever of my life Preferably, you know, preferably, Bobo um, Related to the first podcast with my dad mm, Okay, so uh, one of the worst days was Uh, after my dad left uh, he came back a few weeks or months later to get more of his belongings in the house and then he brought with him the police and some officials and uh, yeah I, I think it was because our mom my mom told the guards of this condominium that my dad is not allowed to go here and since the guards know my mom and they don't like my dad they followed my mom and that's why my dad had to bring police okay and then that day was very very stressful because of the police um, and my mom did not want my dad to get his things because he was totally abandoning all of us He took his credit cards, we have zero money, and no one will pay for the food, for the condo juice, for the house, um, for Jolene and I's tuition. So, yeah, that was one of the problems among many. And um, so my door was locked, and what made me think of this uh, podcast was because... Uh, at the time, I had my garage band open and I recorded everything that happened with my garage band on my computer. And then, yeah, I listened to it uh, recently and it was just very sad because you could hear everything that's going on, the screaming, the fighting. And then you could also hear me in the background trying to be silent and then trying not to be heard by anyone and I was crying very very much like the very silent crying and yeah I just really felt bad for myself I could hear Jolene in the background she had no idea what was happening and yeah overall it was very stressful there were a lot of doors slamming there was a lot of going up and down the stairs shouting screaming hitting and i could hear my dad um knocking on my door and every time that uh, audio clip plays when i close my eyes i'm literally back in that moment where i'm in the corner of my room trying to hide and my dad's trying to talk to me and even what basically what he was saying is hey open the door this is the last time i'll ever be here i'm never coming back i want to say bye which is just horrible because um that's just not the thing to do really to abandon everything uh yeah so anyway i was after that day everything really went downhill we had no money and just had to find other ways to survive um yeah and then like i thought that was already the worst day ever because you know what else could possibly go wrong was my mindset and then 
after that, around, I know this one was around April. Because, yeah, April 8, 2015, I think. Uh, Alright, so, my sister and I went to Glorieta. We would often go just window shopping or just eat in a mall. Just the two of us. Because she, I know she was starting to work at the time. So she wanted to eat and she wanted to have a companion. So it was me. And then we walked around. We ate at this Thai restaurant. I know I had noodles. I ate noodles. It was okay. It was good. Not the best. Not the worst. Oh, but it was free food, you know. And then... Um, yeah, I forgot. But I know my sister and I was were in an argument because... Either she couldn't understand me talking or I wasn't listening. Basta, like, after we ate, I was so pissed off at her and she was so pissed off at me. We weren't speaking, so we were just walking, going towards the car. And in Glorieta. Where is Glorieta? Glorieta or Greenbelt? To be honest, I'm not sure, but I think they look the same. Um, yeah. uh, in Glorieta, there is a hallway of restaurants and they're like resto bars I think restaurant bars and it was nighttime so it was bars already you know the restaurants that turn into bars at night you get it so we were walking down that aisle that long corridor of restaurants to get to the parking lot and um, yeah it was a really long parking lot and my sister and I were walking um, very far from each other because she was pissed and then from the corner oh my god this is a little hard to hard to remember not because i don't remember but not because i don't remember but because i've tried so hard to forget this but yeah i want to share it now okay so what happened that night when we were walking I saw my dad before I saw him there were like a group of young people and I know there was a woman because I wouldn't lie to myself like that um, alright so I saw him and he saw me but he doesn't know that I saw him or I'm not sure maybe he thinks I'm stupid uh, and he was wearing the jacket that we bought together in forever 21 it was green with some uh, some ancient looking patterns, some tribal patterns on the shoulder. It was army green. Uh, he saw me and I saw him and he covered his face with his arms. Like he raised his elbow and his forearm covered his eyes and he just walked past by. And I saw him, I know I did. And then I paused and i tried to tell my sister i saw i saw dad and she said what i said i saw dad and then i was so shocked and then i i told her i i think she he was with a woman mind you i was like i just turned 17 i think i was very young and my sister was like where and i was trying to look back where we passed by to find him and my sister um, she she walked really fast to where we were to look for him and I I was just 
I was so shocked. I stopped in the middle of where we were walking. I I didn't know. I like this was the first time I was feeling all of these feelings. I was so shocked. I haven't seen my dad in like weeks, months. And um yeah, I know I saw him. It was really him because why he because he covered his face and my sister kept asking, where, where is he? And I said, I, I don't know. We tried, we actually retraced our steps and we were looking for him, but he disappeared already. I guess he, he hid somewhere. And um, at that time, I was feeling like the air in my chest just got knocked out. Um, I had to, to sit down. I had to crouch down. To the ground because I couldn't hold my balance anymore and then I remember being so shocked that I was just so shocked for really like I, I couldn't process all of this I was staring into the abyss and I started crying slowly and then it just gradually became such a loud cry like like I was screaming in the middle of the corridor of the mall where there was a bar thankfully it was a bar and there were loud um, speakers there were performers <laughs> yeah I was screaming Some a lot of people still saw me I I, uh, I remember screaming so bad I was just hysterical I was shouting all over the place I I wasn't shouting any words in particular, just screams of hurt. And my sister, dear God, I'm so sorry for putting her through that as well. But I'm so thankful she was there for me. I couldn't breathe anymore. I literally couldn't breathe. And I couldn't stand up. My sister had to literally... Um, picked me up from the ground and the nearest restaurant we could go to was Mary Grace and I was shaking I remember I was shaking so bad like I couldn't control my hands and I couldn't breathe my hands were trembling so bad that she had to hold me and tell me to calm down but I wasn't expecting to get emotional saying all of this. <laughs> it happened so long ago. Okay, so I was... Seriously, like, if you were in the restaurant of Mary Grace at the time and then you saw me... Um, and then you saw me there shaking, you would think I was crazy because, like, really, I was just so crazy looking my eyes were red I looked so pale and I was shaking it's like somebody somebody killed someone I knew that was the feeling and uh, okay what made this thing really so much worse is because during the whole time my dad left uh, and the whole time they were fighting I was still trying to make excuses um, on why he was acting the way he was like Oh, maybe he was alone for all of the years that he worked abroad and 
and he's lonely and he's misunderstood and that no one's understanding him so i will you know i was always trying to defend him i was trying to be at his side even if, if he left i was still trying to see the good in him and that day i remember it's so crystal clear whenever i try to recall it it's so crystal clear in my mind like legit para siyang ano 8k 8k na video ganun na slow mo naglalakad siya and he covered his face it's so clear in my mind because mm, it's i don't know uh yeah up until that moment that i saw him i was on his side i was defending him and everything that i knew just broke down i saw him with a a woman and it just broke my heart really uh that was the biggest heartbreak of my life knowing that my dad is finding out that my dad is not the person i thought he was the person that i really looked up to growing up Um Okay and okay so we're in Mary Grace, diba? We're in Mary Grace and I'm shaking, I'm hysterical, I'm screaming. My sister is saying sorry to the staff, sto- um sorry to the to the customers who were there who were trying to just enjoy their dinner really. I was still I was I did not care who was there. I was like whatever this is the the worst I really nothing was going through my mind. I was just it kept replaying and replaying over my head that I did see him and I was just crying and we were there for like probably 20 minutes. And I was just so shaken. I drank water. They gave us water. Um my sister's asking me if I want something from Mary Grace and literally I couldn't and I was so disgusted. I was shaking and I wanted to puke so bad. And so when we we had to walk to the car, my sister had to like half carry, half carry me to the parking and we got there and I started puking all of the thigh noodles that I ate. I know there was a Justin Bieber song playing, but I really um erased that from my memory now, whatever song that was playing because it traumatized me. Okay, so uh I was quiet for the whole car ride. And when I got home, I puked some more. I kept puking. I felt so sick. I f- I didn't know what I was feeling. I couldn't breathe and I felt so sick and I just wanted to be with my sister. I didn't want my mom to know because it was just it would just add to all of the I didn't want to add up to the hatred already that was there, you know? Like things were already as bad as they were and this would just make everything worse. But yeah, my sister did tell her of course and then 
So, yeah, my mom said, Oh, nakita mo yan, ano? She's like that. She's asking, did you see him? And then she kept asking questions, and it wasn't really something I wanted to do because, uh, of course, it's very traumatizing. Like, I'm the kind of person, if something happens, I don't want to talk about it until I'm ready. And I'll probably never be ready, whatever. But if I don't want to talk about it, I won't. If something really, really bad happens, I shut everything off. I'm just windows shutting down. And then, ganun. Promise, like, I was, oh my god, I just want to give myself a hug, my past self. Ah, that was really the worst day ever. That was my first, first major and public panic attack. Ah, yeah, it was just the worst thing ever. I, I wanted to die so bad, like. I um I blamed myself for the things that happened even if I know I'm not supposed to. I thought um I was even born, you know, if I wasn't born maybe they would have separated at an early earlier year if they just had my brother and sister. Jolene wouldn't have to suffer all this um all this things as a kid and then um yeah so it was really just the most horrible thing to ever happen and so i was um in a state of shock and trauma for the next days i I didn't eat i couldn't sleep for sure but I did not eat. If I'm not eating, there's something wrong because, bitch, I love to eat. Um, yeah, so... Oh my god, this this was... I was not expecting this to be so heavy for me because I thought, uh, oh, that happened, I'm over it. But yeah, every time after that, the, the months and years after that, any time that I would recall that day that moment uh yeah the panic attack just comes back it comes back really really the same same way i i feel like i can't breathe and my hands are shaking very intensely it's like i never knew someone could feel like that until it happened to me I, I kept telling myself to um, stop whatever weird shit that's happening to my body like stop shaking stop crying but I couldn't control it even if I, I tried it was just yeah so that was the worst day ever April 8, 2016 Actually, I'm gonna look back on my journal. I know it was April, April 4 or April 8, 2015, and, um, oh dear, yeah, so, um, that was the first horrible, horrible thing ever, and then what's worse is that the next times that my sister confronted my dad about it, 
he denied it, he would say, Anong ano? Anong sinasabi mo? What are you saying? Why are you lying? I never went there. I never saw you. And then, he would lie about it. He would say he doesn't know what we're talking about. But every time he does deny it, it really hurts my heart. Um, because it was so crystal clear to me. And yeah, I know he was with a woman. And yeah, so that's the worst day, two days ever. And there were more connected to that. Um, so yeah, Deba, he's denying what happened. And I, when I met him for my tuition fees, I, I didn't try to bring that up now because uh, I know he would lie, but then he brought it up and said, Nakita mo daw ako sa, ano, sa Glorieta, may kasamang babae. Eh, hindi yun totoo. He was saying, like, he brought it up and he said it. I didn't even reply. I, um, I just played along because I needed my tuition fee. Uh, yeah, but I know deep in my heart, it really happened and... That's really one of the most painful things ever because I really loved my dad. He was everything. I was the daddy's girl. Every time he would go abroad, I I begged him not to. I told him to stay with us. Um, I was crying when whenever we would drive him to the airport and then now this is what's become of us okay so the first time i ever had to meet my dad again after that incident was because i messaged him asking hi i need money for my tuition then um yeah he asked to meet and before that i was dealing with my problems with love life whoa that means time (laughs) um yeah, so, uh, basically, this guy dumped me, and I had to meet my dad, and I thought he would be there for me, at least just holding my hand, comforting me, but no. But really, you know, now that I look back, it's fine, I I didn't need him. In that moment, it was just all about me um, finally confronting my worst fear. Uh, yeah, so I was shaking so bad those times. And then when I met him, I just put on a brave face. Uh, really, it's so hard to meet with a narcissistic parent. I don't know how to explain to you, but it drains the energy out of my life. And I don't really wish it on anybody. Okay, so every time I had to meet my dad... I had to mentally prepare myself because he would have this long monologue of how how tragic his life was, of how wrong everything was happening to him, of how how poorly the world has treated him, and it's all about him. I have to mentally prepare myself for that because I'm gonna be the one to have to listen to all of those 
and I just, I honestly I felt so bad for myself that I had to do all of that just for him to pay my tuition. Um, and those times I remember um, he was trying to show me a picture of one of his pamangkin that got born and he was showing me the baby picture then he accidentally swiped to the next photo and it was a woman in her underwear uh yeah and then he suddenly closed his phone and was like oops sorry anak and you know uh i've been through so much traumatic moments in my life growing up and what i what i do is i just really shut shut down i shut out every possible form of emotion i put it deep back down so i don't have to feel so so sad so i don't have to deal with the problem it's really been so helpful growing up in such a toxic environment uh every time i try to recall my childhood i always think oh it wasn't that bad i'm okay but moments like this i remember i went through so much shit like even if it wasn't physical it was super um mentally draining and it was basically mental abuse growing up because it was just well not just mental abuse abuse in general to grow up in that kind of environment so yeah just giving myself a pat on the back for enduring that <laughs> um yeah what else really uh a lot of the times my dad would try to um defend himself saying he uh my mom cheated on him and he said that it would be okay if he was the one who cheated because he's a guy and guys have needs men have needs that's what he said and even if he did cheat he would still be able to pay for um all of the things that he needed to pay like if he was a cheater he could still pay for the condo juice the houses and that's that's what's important that he paid for it um um yeah and yeah but he would always say no i didn't cheat and you should be thankful that i didn't yeah um, that's what he said and uh every every time i meet him for dinner because i would have to meet him every other week and every other day uh during college because that's the only way he would uh agree to keep paying for my tuition that mm, would be really really uncomfortable uh there were some glimpses though some moments where i felt like i was with the old version of him the version of him that i knew like the dad that i grew up with there were some moments like that but overall i know nothing is really ever like it was and that's really the part that breaks my heart because 
It used to not be like this. I used to... I used to be some sort of happy. I used to look up to him. We used to just laugh together and play together. And those aren't coming back. And the worst part is that none of my parents take responsibility for anything. Like, it's very passive-aggressive the way they handle it. Um, my dad says that it's because of my mom. It's my mom's fault. She ruined their lives. But it's also my dad's fault because he chose to leave. He chose to stop paying for everything. He said the only way that he's ever going to step back in our house is if my mom leaves or dies. And they call each other names. Very degrading names whenever they talk about each other. And I think that's just very, um, very wrong as a parent because no matter how much hatred you have for your partner i don't think your child should be at the receiving end of all that hate you know of any hate i don't think you should tell your children any of these things because that's not their that's not their responsibility they should be children growing up they should be kids figuring out their own life and um, yeah anyway so those are the things really that um, build up the the dad side of my problems honestly there's a lot more even with my mom um, growing up but I guess that would be for another podcast because this is already long enough and I feel like I am putting up too much negativity but yeah I just really wanted to put this out there I don't know um, also like in a, I don't know if I mentioned this at the last podcast because I don't I don't want to recall what I said. Uh, I mean, I don't want to listen back at my voice. It's kind of weird hearing me say all of these. Um, but yeah, uh, one time that my my f- roommate brought up and asked about my dad uh, after she left. I was alone in the condo and I started having a panic attack again. My hands started shaking. Nowadays, I don't get as much panic attacks. Uh, My boyfriend really helped me navigate my feelings. I'm so thankful for him because he's just been such a light in all of this darkness. He, He doesn't know or understand fully what I've been through. But, you know, everyone knows pain. I feel like everyone has gone through a level of pain in their life and my boyfriend has been just so empathetic to me he's been so affectionate and understanding and he's given me tough love as well because i used to i used to think oh i'm sad oh i want to die oh the world is ending oh i just um i give up on life what's the point and he's given me so much tough love and uh, helped me pick myself back up, you know, like he wasn't, he wasn't doing it because he wants to be like, oh, I'm the one who saved you, you know, 
he's he really taught me how to pick myself back up you know from myself to be the one to save me and yeah recently i've just been doing my best to unlearn my sadness because uh, I don't know I even if I went through all of that shit I'm really thankful for all of the people I've met especially my boyfriend um, at those times during those years 20 just everything before I met him and even like up until recently the way i dealt with my problems was really unhealthy i wouldn't talk about it i didn't want to share what i was feeling i didn't want to acknowledge um basically anything i wanted to shut everything off and out but now i'm able to to navigate my feelings and try to communicate better mind you that's without paying for therapy but yeah uh, I really do want to get therapy soon because I feel like professional help would be still much more um, helpful so yeah um, those are just the things I wanted to share so there were the worst days oh my god my EPs just made a very large sound when it landed it's very heavy okay I'm gonna walk back before it attacks me oh my god okay it was coming for me okay so yeah that's all i want to share that there could be there could be worse days of your life but um the worst days are not the last days is all like it's not the end of the world it could feel like the end of the world but it's not and i'm so thankful that i just really stayed long enough to know that because yeah i almost tried to just leave the earth and say peace out i really did and i guess that will be a topic for another podcast so there i hope you're fine i hope this helps um this helps you heal and know that there is always a positive outcome even if it's not direct directly solving your problems okay i just went up a flight of stairs i'm out of breath okay so yeah stay safe wear a face mask and bye